The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Daf Mem. Today's daf has been studied by Anu Nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Today's daf has been studied by Hatzlachat, the Toshave Eris Israel that are involved now in a major war. The Kadosh Baruch Hu should protect. Uh, all our brethren in Eretz Israel, the army, the navy, the air force, and all those that are uh, in the region, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu should give them shalom, aslaha, barvacha, bechol maaseyedehem. Amen. We begin today's daf on daf lametet amud sheni, two lines from the bottom, starting from the words metive. Let us just review quickly where we're holding in the sugya. We ended yesterday where we had a mahloket uh, between Rabbi Yanai and Rabbi Yohanan. What was the mahloket? So the Gemara said above, Amar Rabbi Yanai, Aliyat Goral Mitoch Kalpi Me'akevet. He held that the pulling out the uh, token, the Goral, the lot, from the kalpi is ma'akivit, which means that is a deal breaker. You have to pull out the uh, goral. Whereas Rabbi Yohanan said that the aliyah, taking it out, is not ma'akivit. That was basically the mahlokit. Rabbi Yanai was mahmir, <coughs> and Rabbi Yohanan was mekel. So in yesterday's piece, we had a version to explain this mahlokit. <coughs> now, if you remember, there is another mahloket, very vital, between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Nehemiah. And the argument it goes around the following point. We know the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur wore Bigdei Lavan. Not only did he wear Bigdei Lavan when he was in the Kodesh Kodashim, but he also wore Bigdei Lavan Bahuts. He also wore Bigdei Lavan outside the Kodesh Kodashim. Outside the Kodesh Kodashim means the Kodesh, and in the Azara, that's all considered outside. So there's a great mahloket. Rabbi Yudah holds that if the Kohen Gadol, when he's wearing his white begadim, bahuts, if he does a service out of order, it's not me'akif. And he learns that based on the dirashah, because the Torah says the word chok, or chukat olam, and that's only regarding the service in the Kodesh Kodashim, <coughs> that has to be done according to the law, but stuff that's outside the Kodesh Kodashim, even if it's done out of order, is okay. Whereas <coughs> Rabbi Nehemiah was more makmir. He said, no, 
that all the service, whether it's bifnim or whether it's bahutz, when he's wearing the bigdeh lavan, must be done in order. So, according to the Ika de Amri, according to the second interpretation of Al Gemara, the Gemara wanted to say like this <coughs> that according to the Hamya that says, Bigdeh lavan is me'akev outside, so everybody's going to hold that the goral is going to be me'akev, that if you don't pick up the lotteries, it's going to be me'akev. That makes sense, because anytime you're wearing the white begadim, for example, in the case of the lottery, the Quran was wearing his white begadim, it was done bahouts, it was done in the hazara, so therefore, just like the Hamya says, that items that are done outside begadim are me'akev, so kule alma, meaning Ben Rabbi Yanai, Ben Rabbi Yohanan, they'll hold that Rabbi Me'akev. So where's the mahloket between Rabbi Yanai and Rabbi Yohanan? It's in the Biyudah. The Biyudah that normally says things that are done outside in Big Day Lavan are not Me'akev. So according to Rabbi Yohanan, very good. That's why the Hagrala is not Me'akev. But according to Rabbi Yanai, Hagrala is different. Why is Hagrala different? Because we have we have special words it says Asher ala alav ala alav so from the extra words in the Pasuk we learn that Hagalala is indeed necessary so that's how we ended off yesterday so now the Gemara is going to question this Ika de Amre we have a question there is indeed a mitzvah to do Hagalala ve'im lo hagril kasher and if you did not make the agrala, it is still kasher. So the Gemara says, According to the first lashon, the amar that you said, Alibad Rabbi Yehuda that you said in the first lashon that according to the Yehuda that says nothing that's done outside is me'akev, and therefore according to everybody, agrala is not going to be me'akev. Hamani Rabbi Yehudai. So we can say the author of this bright that says, if you don't make Hagrala, it's kasher, we could say it's going to the Biyuda. That says what? That things that are done outside the Big Lavan are not me'akev. But according to the Ika de Amre, the Amar Pelige, that you said that even in the Biyuda they're arguing. Which is even in the Biyuda that says they're not me'akev, but you said that according to the Biyanai, Still, the Biyuda will hold. It is Me'akev, because this is different, because you have special Gizrat Katuz. According to the opinion that says it's not Me'akev, meaning the Biyuhanan, he'll say that that Brayta can also be like the Biyuda. Because bottom line, even the Biyuhanan holds in the Biyuda that it's not Me'akev. Which is Rabbi Yanai. That says according to the Biyuda. That it is indeed Ma'akev, because Gagrala is different, because you have a special Gizrat Katuv. Hamani, who are you going to say the author of the Braita is? So the Gemara says, Tini Mitzvah Lehaniyah. Which means, when you go back to the Braita, and you read Mitzvah Lehagril, Vimloi Gril Kasher, understand it to mean Mitzvah Lehaniyah, Vimloi Niyah Kasher. It's not going on Hagrala. Really, I'll tell you, Hagrala is necessary. So what's the discussion over here? Do you have to place it on the animal or not? Now there we hold, according to everybody, that the Hanaha is not going to be Ma'akev. Which means everybody held 
Ben Rabbi Yanai, Ben Rabbi Yohanan, that placing it on the animal's head or around his neck is not going to be ma'akiv. Now the Tosfot speaks out over here, not that we're changing the words of the Braita. The Braita's words are mitzvah le'agril. So we're interpreting those words to mean mitzvah le'haniyah ve'imlo'i niyah kasher. You can see that in the second Tosfot. Ha'adikamar teni mitzvah le'haniyah ena magiyah ha'braita. Right, we're not amending the Braita. Ela perushe kamefaresh mai lo higril lo heniyah agoral. That's what it means. Lo higril lo heniyah agoral. Good. Tashema. So now the Gemara continues. Come and listen. Again, we're going to bring now a question. Mitzvah lehagril ulehitvadot. It's a mitzvah to make the agrala and also to make a confession over the sa'ir, uh, over the goats. Lo higril. Let's say they did not make the goral, velo etvada, nor did they make a vidui, a confession. Kashir. Now, as she points out, we're discussing over the sa'ir amishtalayah. Over the sa'ir that was sent to Azazel, that's where there's a mitzvah to make vidui. But the Mishnavi, or the bright, I should say, according to Tanakama, says, Lo higril, so the Gemara, so we have a question. Because according to this over here, we have a bright, which is a Tanaic statement that's saying, Agrala is not Ma'akiv. But let's review. According to the Ika de Amre, that said, that according to the Bihuda, that normally says things outside are not Ma'akiv, but Rav Yanai held, even according to him, it will be Ma'akiv. Which is certainly according to the Ibn Hamya, it's Ma'akeh. But even according to the Bihuda, it's going to be Ma'akeh, because you have Asher Allah, 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 Allah. So it's according to the Bihanai, everybody holds, all Tanaim hold, it's Ma'akeh. Uh, we have a Brayta over here, the Brayta clearly says what? It's not Ma'akeh. The Brayta says, Imloi Gdil, Kasher. So the question is in the Bihanai, which Tana is this? According to you, it's not the Bihuda, it's not. Those are the two opinions over here. So how do you learn this Braita? So the Gemara says, uh, So amend it like you amended the other Braita, which is when it says in the Braita, Mitzvah Lehagril, understand it to mean Lehaniyah. Meaning, really I'll tell you, Hagrala is a necessity. And the Braita is talking about Lehaniyah. Gemara says, can't be. Ema sefa, because the end of this brayta says the following: Rabbi Shimon Omer, lo egril kasher, lo etvada pasul. Rabbi Shimon said, "Well, lo egril kasher." Yeah, I agree with you. Lo egril kasher. If you didn't do that, that's kasher. But lo etvada, if you didn't make the confession, Rabbi Shimon holds pasul. Now, my lo egril. So, what does Rabbi Shimon mean when he says lo egril? Ilima lo eniyah. Yeah, so maybe just like the Resha, you're learning it by Hanacha. So the Sefa also is Hanacha. And then what is Rabbi Shimon saying? Rabbi Shimon saying, well, I agree. Lo niyah, if you didn't place the Goral on the animal, Kashir. Now what does that imply? That the Bishimon is only agreeing, or is only talking about Hanacha. But Mashma, that the Bishimon will hold that Hagrala is Ma'akif. Again, if you learn the Braita by Hanacha, so if the Resha is Hanacha, the Sefa still also be Hanacha. And what's the Sefa saying? The Sefa saying, Rabbi Shimon saying that if you, Lo Higriyil Kasher, meaning, Lo Higriyil, I didn't put it on the animal, Kasher, implying Michlal, the Rabbi Shimon Savar, Agrala Me'akeva. 
implying that he holds that Hanahaz not Me'akeb, but Hagrala is. That can't be. Why? Ve'atanya, we have a Beferuz Braita. Met Echad Mehen. Let's say one of the Se'irin die, which means you took the Goral, right? When you got the Hashem, when you got the Azazel. Before you did anything with them now, one of them died. Mevi havero shelo behagrala. Just bring another goat, shelo behagrala, and put it in its stead. For example, let's say the Azazel goat died. Okay, just take another goat arbitrarily and say, okay, this is now the Azazel. Now even though you didn't choose it with a goral. Devre Rabbi Shimon. So you see Rabbi Shimon clearly holds hagrala is not a necessity. Again, if Hagarah was a necessity, if the animal died, he should say, take another lottery, you got you to pick it now, uh, do it all over again. And the fact that he says if one of the animals dies, he just allows you to take an arbitrary animal and just plug it in instead, so you see what Hagarah is not, Na'akev. Oh, so now we have to go finish the logic here. So therefore, must be that Bishim'on was talking about Hagarah. When he said, Imloi Gril Kasher, it must be Mamash talking about the Goral must be talking about Hagrala. See, so if he's talking about Hagrala, that means Tanakama must be talking about Hagrala as well. And what did Tanakama say? Tanakama said, Oh, so we have an opinion that says if you didn't make Hagrala, it's Kasher. Oh, we're back to the question. What do you mean? Whose opinion is that? Everybody holds him, it's Pasul, it's no good. Ben Rabbi Huda, Ben Rabbi Nehamia. So we're back to the question. So again, what I says, Rabbi Shimon, lo yada ma'ika amre Rabbanan. Yeah. We'll explain you the brayta. Rabbi Shimon did not know what the rabbis were saying. Meaning when Tanakama made a statement, right? Tanakama said, im lo higril kasher. Rabbi Shimon was misupak. He was in doubt. What is, what is, the, what is the Rabbanan talking about? Lo higril can be one of two things. It could either mean lo hiniyah, right? It's one option. Or it could mean not much what he says lo igriel. So the Mishnah was misupak in what the Tanakama was saying. Ve'achi kamarliu. So this is what he was saying. I hagrala hagrala mamash ka amritu Tanakama. If you're actually talking about hagrala and you're saying that if lo igriel kasher palgina alaihu behada, then I'm only arguing with you in one case. I'm only arguing with you on the vidui. I agree with you that if you didn't do it, it's okay. But I argue and say that the vidui, if you didn't do it, it's ma'akev. Because if you remember, Tanakama said vidui is not ma'akev either. And Rabbi Shimon said the vidui is indeed ma'akev. But if when you mentioned the word agrala, you meant hanaha. Palgina alaihu betarte. Then actually I'm arguing with you on two things. Because you're saying that what? You're saying that the hanaha is not ma'akev. So he says, if that's, uh, if that's what you're holding, that the hanaha is not uh, ma'akev. He says, then indeed I'm arguing with you on two things. That what? That the vidu is uh, going to be ma'akev, as well as the Hanaha means again, according to Tanakama, if Tanakama mentioned Hanaha and they were saying Hanaha is not Ma'akev, so that would mean what Hagrala is Ma'akev. So then the Bishwan says, if that's what you're saying, I'm arguing on two things. I'm arguing Ben Hagrala and Ben on the Vidui. Because I hold both of them are not Ma'akev. So let's go back. 
Let's go back. What the Gemara tried to do was bring a Braita. What was the purpose of this Braita? The purpose of this Braita was to question the Ika de Amre. <coughs> the Ika de Amre that was brought down was discussing the Biuda's opinion. The Biuda normally holds things that are done outside is not Me'akiv. To that, Rabbi Yenai says, yes, even according to the Bihuda, that says normally things that are done outside are not Me'akiv, but the Hagrala, even according to him, is Me'akiv. Why? Because we have a Gizrat katuf. We have a special Pasuk by the Hagrala, that is Me'akiv. Because according to Rabbi Yenai, all Tanaim hold uh, the Goral is Me'akiv. Oh, what are you talking about? We got a Braita over here. And the Braita clearly says, according to Tanakama, Hagrala, Imlo Hegril, Kasher. And don't explain to me that Imlohi Gril means Imlohi Niyah. Because that means, according to Rabbi Shimon, who's at the end of that Braita, that also says, Imlohi Gril Kasher, and you can explain Imlohi Niyah, that's going to mash my that Imlohi Niyah is Kasher, but Imlohi Gril, according to Rabbi Shimon, is Pasula. That can't be, because we know that Rabbi Shimon holds Hagrala is not Me'akev. So therefore, how do you interpret this Braita? Must be going in Hagrala. But Rabbi Shimon, he didn't know what Tarakama was talking about. And he was discussing in Tarakama, meaning he was saying like this, Tarakama, if you're talking about Hagrala Mamash, so then I argue with you only on one of the two cases. I agree with you on Hagrala, because I also hold if you didn't do the Goral, it'll be Kashir. But I argue with you the Gabi the Vidui, because you say the Vidui is not Ma'akev, I hold the Vidui is Ma'akev. Now if you were talking about Anaha, then I argue with you on two fronts. I argue with you on the Hagrala, because you hold Anaha is not Ma'akev, but Hagrala will be, I say it's not. And I hold also the Vidui is also Ma'akev, which means I hold, I argue with you on both cases. I hold you that Hagrala is, is not Ma'akev, and the Vidui is Ma'akev. Comes out this Braita, is going according to the Bishamon. Which means, yes, we found now a Tanah that indeed holds Hagrala is not Me'akev. Who is that? The Bishamon. So therefore, you can't ask on the Bianai from this Braita, because now we found another opinion. Once you have another Tanah, the Bishamon, okay, he can hold whatever he holds. The Bianai was discussing in the Hamyad, the Bihuda. Now we have a Braita that's following the Bishamon. Let's look at the. Rashid, Dibura Mathil, Rabbi Shimon Lo Yada, Leolam, Lo Hegdil, De Kaamar, Tanakama, Kasher, Lo Iniyahu. Really, I can tell you that Tanakama, when he said Lo Hegdil, it's really talking about what? Lo Iniyahu. And I asked the question. Tell me that Don't ask a question. When Rabbi Shimon said the word Lo Hegril, he meant Lo Hegril Mamash. And he didn't realize that Tanakama was referring to Hanaha. Rabbis, if that which you said Lo Igril Kasher, Hainu Baaliyadu Hagralamamash, Palginu Alaiku Bahada. Then I argue with you on one front. 
but if you were talking about Hanaha Aval, but you're saying that the Aliyah is Ma'akev, then I argue with you on two fronts. So therefore we do we first we finally found the Tana now according to this I just shouldn't say finally but now we have another Tana that holds that uh, the Hagrala uh, is not Ma'akev that would be the Bishamon comes the Gemara continues Tashema okay come and listen again more questions now we're going to discuss over here the order, the order of the service that is done on Yom Kippur, the Seder Ha'avodah. Okay. Now, it says, Tashema, Par Me'akev Etasair. The Par, the service of the Par is Me'akev the Sa'ir. What does that mean? Let's say you did the service of the sa'ir before the par. You have to follow the order. There's an order of the avodot. Okay? Let's say you preempted the avodah of the sa'ir before the avodah of the par. Which means you were supposed to do a service in the par at that point, and instead you did the sa'ir first. So the Braita clearly says, par me'akev et sa'ir. The par will render the service of the sa'ir invalid. It's ma'akev the sa'ir. I mean, if you did the sa'ir out of order, the sa'ir doesn't count. You got to do the par and then go back to the sa'ir. Good, that's the first statement. The sa'ir in ma'akev the par. However, if you did the reverse, if you did the par first, where you were supposed to do it second, the par will not ma'akev the sa'ir if you did it out of order. Which means, I'm sorry, the sa'ir will not ma'akev the par if you did it out of order. Meaning if you did the par first, where you should have done it second, it's kashir. The par service counts, then just follow it up by the sa'ir. Okay, so that's the two statements. So I give it to you again because it's going to be a little tricky there, Lashon. You read it like this, par ma'akev the sa'ir, the sa'ir, if it's done before the par, the par will be ma'akev it, which means the fact that the par was done out of order, because you put the sa'id before it, it will be now invalid, which you did to the sa'id, and you have to do it again. However, sa'id in ma'akev it the par. However, if you did the if you did the par out of order, I mean you did the par first before the sa'id, so it will not be ma'akev. The service is okay. Sa'id in ma'akev et par. Now. What are we discussing over here? The Brayta is discussing The Brayta is talking about all services that are done inside. Inside where? The Kodesh Kodeshim. Now let's analyze. What services were done in the Kodesh Kodeshim? Well, the Seder Avodah, which is worthy for us to review for a minute, what was the order of the Avodah uh, of Yom Kippurim? So we know exactly what came first, the Par, and the Seder. So let's... Let's review the service. She in Dibura Matil, Par Ma'akivita Sa'ir, we'll start a couple of lines down. Vesedir Avotetehen Kahi, Viparasha Bitrila, Bitvade Anapar. 
vidui dishon. Okay, first they make a vidui on the par. That's the part of the kohen. Ve'arkach magril ala sa'ir. Then they do the goralot. Right? On the side. Ve'arkach mitvadeh ala par vidui sheni. Then he goes to the second par and he makes a second vidui. Ve'shahato. Umachni sakaf umachta. Then he brings the ketoret, v'notenet the ketoret ala esh, that's already inside the Kodesh Kodeshim, v'noten midama par ala kaporet, and he places from the par, that's in the Kodesh Kodeshim, on the kaporet, v'arkak shohetet the sa'ir, then he slaughters the one of the sa'irim, v'noten mimenu ala kaporet. So inside the Kodesh Kodeshim, the par blood is sprinkled first, then the sa'ir blood. Okay? Now, ve'arkach noten midam apar ala parochet, ve'arkach midam asair, then you go and put the par on the parochet, that's in the Kodesh, you put the dam apar first on the parochet, and then you put the dam asair on the parochet, ve'arkach me'arev damim, ve'noten amuzbeh penimi, then you mix the bloods of the par and the sa'ir together, and you put it on the muzbeh penimi. So basically the par is always coming before the sa'ir, whether it's in the Kodesh Kodashim, or whether it's in the Kodesh. In the Kodesh, Kodashim, first you sprinkle par, then you do sa'ir. Then you go out into the Kodesh, you sprinkle par, then you sprinkle sa'ir. Then you mix the bloods together, and you pour it on the Mizbeah. <laughs> so now, in the service Bifnim, now we understand what does Bifnim mean? In the Kodesh, Kodashim, we're discussing this Brayta. If you preempted the sa'ir before the par, or the par before the sa'ir, that's got to be talking about the sprinkling, because that's the Avodot that are done. Inside the Kodesh Kodeshim, so the Gemara analyzes, the Gemara says, Bishlama, par me'akevet asa'ir. I understand what you meant when you said that the par is me'akevet asa'ir, meaning that if you did the sa'ir service first, it's problematic. What's the case? The agdemel sa'ir mekame par lo avad velo kenum. Good. That means if you sprinkled the blood of the sa'ir, in the Kodesh Kodeshim, before you sprinkled the par, you did nothing. Because you did it out of order, you got to go do it again. You got to do the par first, and then do the sa'ir. So in that case, we can understand. Ela sa'ir That the, if you did the par first, before the sa'ir, it's not me'akev, my new. What's the case? The par always comes before the sa'id. Give me a case where you were supposed to do the sa'id first, and you put the par before it. Where you're discussing a, 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 a scenario. So the Gemara says, Maybe you'll tell me, the agdim matanot de par bahechal. Maybe you'll tell me that you put the blood of the par in the Kodesh, mekamem matanot de sa'id bifnim, before you put the blood of the Sa'id Bifnim, which what was the order? First you sprinkled the blood of the Sa'id in the Kodesh Kodashim, then you went out into the Kodesh and sprinkled the blood of the Par. So maybe that's what it's talking about. Maybe it's saying, you sprinkled the blood of the Par in the Kodesh, and then you went and sprinkled the Sa'id in the Kodesh Kodashim. So that's where your mix-up was. After that, the Gemara is saying, it's okay, that if you put the pod before the Sa'ir, it's not Me'akev. So Gemara says, Hukam Ketiv Behu. Let's hold it. We have a rule that says what? The word Hukah. Where is, uh, where is Hukah written? 
regarding service that's done in the Kodesh Kodashim, right? In the Kodesh Kodashim, everybody agrees that that service has to be done in order. And here you're doing it out of order. Here you're putting the Avodat Hutz before the Avodah of the Kodesh Kodashim. Everybody holds that the Avodah of the Kodesh Kodashim, you're not allowed to put it out of order. It's got to follow the proper sequence. Here you put the Pah's blood before the Sa'ir's blood in the Kodesh Kodashim. Nobody's going to say that that is going to be Kashir. Nobody's going to say that's going to be legitimate. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi Dibura Matkhil. It's uh, parallel, let's say, to the Benu Hanan El. The Afilu Rabbi Yehuda the Adevarim Naasim Bifnim. Everybody agrees, even the Yehuda on the service that's done inside Ketiv Hukah. Varish Shina Ze Ba'avodat Penim Shnegdim La'et Shelchutz. Everybody agrees that in the Avodat of the Penim, you got to do it. In the right order. And here you went and you did Avodat Chutz before Avodat Prim. So we're back to the question. Give me a case where it's going to be. Where you did the uh, part first, where you were supposed to do it second, and you're going to tell me it's going to be Kashir. So the Gemara says, Elalav must be the Agdim Matenot de Par Bifnim Mekame Agrala. Must be you did the avodah of the par bifnim before you did the hagrala. Because what came first? First we're supposed to do the goral, goral with the sa'irim. Then you go and sprinkle the blood of this uh, par bifnim in the let's say kodesh kodashim. So we're saying over here you did the opposite. You sprinkled the blood of the kodesh kod the par first, and then you did the hagrala. So the hadush of the as what? If you did the par before the sa'ir. You're okay. So the Gibbara says, Umisidra lo me'akeba. And must be you telling me that over here the seder is not going to be me'akev. Right? You tell me that the order, obviously if I'm allowing you to do the par before the uh, sa'ir, uh, or the goralot, it's not me'akev. Ikara hagrala name lo me'akeba. Must be the whole avodah of hagrala is not ma'akiv. Must be that's not even considered a service. That's not even considered a uh, uh, um, an avodah. Because if it was considered an avodah, then already maybe I wouldn't let you do it first. Because you know how to do an avodah uh, in the penim. You know how to do it out of order. It must be hagrala is not even considered an avodah. Let's review. What's the case? The kohen went in into the kodesh kodeshim. Let's say. He did the sprinkling of the par. But that came before the sa'ir. Because really he should have done the hagrala first. And what does the brighter tell me? It's okay. If you put the par before the sa'ir, not ma'akiv. That must, you must be saying that what? That this hagrala, it does not count as an avodah. Why? Because if it was an avodah, then you already wouldn't be allowed to do that. Because then you're ready, you're being magdim, avodah, that's inside, you're putting it before, uh, the, 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 doing it out of order. Ela must be that we're proving over here that hagrala is not considered an avodah, and it's not ma'akev. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Ela lab, the agdim matenot depar bifnim, mekame agra ala, the sa'id. Tal korhach, 
אין הוא מוצא עבודת שעיר קודם מטרות דפת בפנים, אלא זו. שזה יוני עירים that you find of שעיר that comes before the part is the הגנלה. That's the only case we can find. וקטנית לא מעכבה. כתנו להשאיר מסדרה לא מעכבה, הגנלה למה לא מעכבה. אפילו עקלה לגמרי, which is even if you didn't do the הגנלה at all, it's going to be okay. עלמא איכא למאן דאמר, הגנלה לא מעכבה. וקשא למאן דאמר, אפילו רבי יהודה מעכבה, וקושקל רבי נחמיה, אמרנו, who's author this bright? Because this Brayta is clearly saying what? Hagrala is not Me'akev. Back to the question on Ika Da'amre. Quote to Ika Da'amre. Ben Rabbi Yehuda, Ben Rabbi Nehamya, Rabbi Anai is holding, everybody holds it, is Me'akev. Who's the author? So Kavzi Gibran says, No, I can answer the Brayta. De'agdim matenot de'par b'mizbeyach מקמם מתנות תסעיר בהיכל ורבי יהודה היא דאמר דברים הנעשים בבגדי לבן בחוץ לא מעכבה I give you the case The case is told where you did the part before the סעיר Which case of the part did you do before the סעיר? So he says דאגדים מתנות דה פר במזבח Now we know that עבודה of the פר Right, you're also supposed to put the blood of the par on the mizbeach. Mizbeach pinimi. Now that's done on the outside. That's in the Kodesh. Mizbeach pinimi is considered chutz. The only thing that's considered bifnim is the Kodesh Kodashim. Okay? So he put the par's blood on the mizbeach. Mekameh matanot desa'ir ba'ichal. Before you pour the blood of the mizbeach, uh, of the uh, sa'ir, in the Hechal. Look at Rashi. Rashi. The Agdim. Second line. The Agdim matanot depar ala mizbeya hapinimi. Right? On the inner mizbeya. Kedikhtiv. Velakak midam apar midam asair. Right? They had to mix them up. They mixed up the bloods. And they would pour them on the mizbeya. Right? Vayalo l'achero ad gemar matanot aparochet. First you're supposed to put the blood of the sair on the parochet. This is all outside now. You're supposed to put the blood of the... It's par on the parochet, side on the parochet, then the blood of the par on the mizbeach. He put the blood of the par on the mizbeach, then did the sa'ir on the parochet. Beautiful. And according to the Be'udah, this is all considered avodat chutz. And we know that anything that's avodat chutz, if you do it out of order, is not ma'akev. So very nice. The only problem is, one big problem. On that b'raita that we discussed doing things out of order, we had a condition. That all this is talking about Avodat Bifnim. So it's very nice. You gave me a case outside. We need a case inside. We have Avodat Bifnim. So that the Gemara says. The Gemara says, What are you talking about? The bright Ecclesia, we're talking about Matanot Bifnim. And you give me a scenario of Matanot Bachutz. Elahamani Rabbi Shimoni. One simple answer I can tell you. You know the author of this bright is? Rabbi Shimon, De'amar, Hagrala lo me'akeva. Does you? What's the problem? I'll tell you that you're right. It's talking about where you did the par, meaning the par shebifnim, the sprinkling of the blood of the of the par. You did it before the goralot, right? And if you can do it before the goralot, if the seder is not me'akev, must be what? The whole item is not ma'akim, and it's not even considered an avodah. Oh, who's that going like? Rabbi Shimon. 
We found an opinion already in the previous bride that Rabbi Shimon holds Agrala is not Makib. It's so very easy. You ask me a question, put the bride like Rabbi Shimon. Or we can give an alternate answer. V'ibait ema le'olam Rabbi Yudai. V'nihi d'besidra lo me'akeba. Hagrala miha me'akeba. The Yomorah says, really I'll tell you maybe that bride over is going like Rabbi Yudai. Oh, we had a question. It's going like Rabbi Yehuda. You wanted to tell me, Rabbi Yehuda, what's the case? I did the par first, and then I did the hagrala. Right? And you tell me it's not me'akiv. The seder is not me'akiv if the par came before the sa'id. So now the Gemara wants to say, yes, seder is not me'akiv, but what? Hagrala is. Which means, in the Havamina, we thought that these things two are linked with each other. If you tell me the Seder is not Me'akeb, must be what? Da'abodah is not Me'akeb as well. And that's why we had a question. So no, really I'll tell you the Seder is not Me'akeb. Which means if you put the part before the Lord, it's okay. But what? I'll tell you the, the Agrala is an Avodah. It is indeed a service. Look at Rashi. Which means over here, what are you talking about? Over here, all these things were done bachutz. Which means the agrala is done where? Bachutz. So therefore the seder that you're doing, where you put something bachutz, you put it out of order, it's not me'akev. However, agrala miyakiakala legamre me'akev. Which is hill old, but Agrala itself is not going to have Pesukim. Don't we have the Pesuk? Allah, 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 Vigizrat Katuf. So basically, what we said is like this. Let's just review this last scenario. It's the same Mahalach uh, throughout the whole entire Gemara. The Gemara is trying to question the Ika de Amre. You're telling me, Rav Yanai, there's no opinion out there that holds Agrala is not Ma'akev, meaning everybody holds Agrala is Ma'akev, even a Biuda. Oh, even a Biuda holds it's Ma'akev. So I'm going to ask you a question from Abraita. I'm going to pinpoint the question. The Abraita said clearly, if you do Avodat Par before Avodat Sa'ir, it's not Me'akev. And it's talking about Avodat Bifnim. And we're talking about the Avodah in the Kodesh Kodashim. So the Kibra said, hold it, hold it. In the Avodat Kodesh Kodashim, give me a case where Sa'ir comes before Par, and you tell me if you did the part before the Sa'ir, it's not Me'akev. Always in the Avodah Kodesh Kodashim, the part comes before the Sa'ir. And don't give me cases where it's done outside, because we're talking about Avodah Bifteem. So the Gemara, I'll tell you the case. The case is talking about that you did the Avodah Par in the Kodesh Kodashim, Avodah Bifteem, you sprinkled uh, whatever it is, the blood, before you did the Avodah of the Goralot. Beautiful. So it means you put par before sa'ir, and the bride is telling me it's okay. Now the Gemara is assuming. If you're telling me it's okay, I mean the seder is not me'akeb. So that must mean what? Just like the seder is not me'akeb, the whole item is not me'akeb. The whole hagrala, the whole uh, goral itself is also not going to be me'akeb. So if that's the case, you found an opinion that says not me'akeb. So the Gemara says, Akbaruk, that's the Bishamon. The, the bride doesn't be Shimon. We have an opinion. The Bishmon holds that Agrala is not Ma'akev. Or I can tell you, no, it's actually the Biuda. True, he holds the Seder is not going to be Ma'akev. Which means, true, if you put the part before the Sa'ir, the Lot, it's okay. But that doesn't tell you anything about the Goralot. Maybe the Goralot are indeed Avodah. Maybe the Goralot are exact, indeed a service. Because it says in the Pasuk, Asher Allah Alav, 
twice, whichever ribui, and therefore you could say it's even going according to Rabbi Yehuda. Said earlier, we have a mahloket tanakaman, Rabbi Shimon, is vidui me'akev. Tanakama said the vidui on the Sa'ira Mishtalayah is not Ma'akev. When Rabbi Shimon said the vidui, the confession that's made on the Sa'ira is Ma'akev. So the Gemara now says, the Azdu the Ta'mayu, meaning Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon are following their opinions. The Tanya, we have a Braita. The Pasuk says, Ya Omad Hai Lifne Hashem Lechaper Alav. Regarding the Sayyidah Mishtalayah, it says, It will stand alive. Ya Omad Hai Lifne Hashem Lechaper Alav in order to have atonement. So that she says on the top line, Al Korhach Lelamedenu. What does that have to tell me? Ya Omad Hai. That high word is telling me it's got to stand alive. So he says, Rashi, She'imet, implying that if it died, Atat sarikh lavi akhir. Otherwise, what do you have to tell me the word high? Just tell me, Ya'umad. Let it stand. The fact that it's going out of its way to tell me the Sa'id al to stand alive is teaching me a deen. That if it dies at some point, you're going to have to replace it. Di'ilo lemayata. If you're going to tell me that the pasuk means that it should remain until you wait till you sprinkle the blood of the other side and then send it off to to Azazel, which means again the pasuk says Ya'umad hai. Teaching me that at some point in the game, if this animal dies, you're going to have to replace it. So the Gemara says, Ad How long? How long does it have to remain alive? To what point do you have to replace it? So the Gemara says, Ad matan Once you give the blood of its friend, of the Sa'id Hashem, you sprinkle the blood. So already lechaper alav, you gave kapara on the other one. Now already this one could die. So which means the side of mishtaleh has to be alive during the kapara that's done with the dam on the other animal. Okay. So again, I read the gemara. Ad matay yezakuk laamud hai. Ad shaat matan damo shel havero. Devre de biuda. Look at Rashi. Fourth line, Ba'ad Matai Wuskak Liot Haif, Ad Sha'at Matan Damim Shal Havero, Tikhtiv, Lechaper, right? It says, Ya'amad Haif Tashem Lechaper. Where's the Kapara? Ad Sha'yikaper Bedamosh Havero. So that's the trick there. When it says Kapara, it's referring to Kapara that's done on the other animal. Ba'ad Mashat Matan Damim Va'elach, but after you sprinkle the blood of the other animal, Afal Pisha Adainoit Vada. Even though you didn't make vidui on this animal, if you said the mikraot, the chira mikraot is makaron imet and srika chayir adma vidui lo ma'akev. So according to this opinion, which we're seeing as the Yehuda holds vidui is not ma'akev because you didn't make any verbal confession on this animal yet. Which means once the blood of the other animal was sprinkled, this animal could die now. So what do you see over here? Obviously the vidui is not ma'akev on the animals. It's on the animals dead already. Normally, when do you make vidui on an animal? 
but it's alive. That's the whole purpose. You make the vidui. From the fact that Tanakama is telling me that the animal of the Mishtalaya only has to be alive until Zirikat Dam of the Shilshem. But once the Zirikat the Dam Shilshem happens, now the animal dies, you said, you're good. So what do you see over here? Vidui must not be me'akev, because vidui is me'akev, you have to do it when it's alive. And by the way, the vidui was not done until after Zirikat Dam of the Shalshem. So obviously, they're letting you know that, yeah, it's alright, it died before the vidui. It's okay. Devre Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Ad Sha'at Vidui Devarim. He says, no, it's got to remain alive until you do the vidui Devarim. Until you do the confession. So what do you see according to Rabbi Shimon? Vidui is? Yes, so what's the source of this mahluk? It's Kedetanya. Lechaper. When the Pasuk says, Ya'omad Ha'ilif Tashem Lechaper Alav. Those words, Lechaper. Bechaparat Damim HaKatub B'Daber. So Tarekama Rabbi Yudah holds while it's talking about Kaparat Damim. It's talking about the blood. Vechenu Omer, like it says in another Pasuk, Vechilam Mekaper Et HaKodesh. Which means we have a Pasuk, uh, also that talks about kaparat damim. What does the pasuk say? Vechila mekaper et hakodesh. That's talking about the blood of the high, right? You sprinkle the blood of the high of the of the I'm sorry, the, the, the one the Hashem. Mm-hmm. You sprinkle the blood of the sail Hashem. And what does it say in the pasuk? Vechila mekaper et hakodesh. Mal alam bechaparat damim. Just like that word kaparat is talking about blood. So to this pasuk when it says Ya'mad Hai Lifna Hashem the Kapir Alab, it's talking about the Kapara of the blood of the Lashem, the Vinad Biuda. The Bishimon Omer, Lechaper Allah Bechapara Devarima Katubadaber. The Bishimon says, No, this word kapara in the Pasuk of the Ya'mad Hai is verbal confession. Verbal confession on what? On itself. It's gotta remain alive until you do the verbal confession. So it comes out we have a fantastic mahlokan between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Shimon, is we doing Ma'akev or not? Point the ma'loket how to learn this word lechaper in the pasuk. Tanakama right. meaning the biudawan lechaper is kaparat damim, and the bish wants to know it's kaparat vidui. Everybody agrees the animal has to stay alive to a certain point till kapara. Which kapara? Rabbi Yudah says kapara the other animal. Kaparat damim the other animal. He reads a pasuk to support it. Whereas according to Bishra, oh no, Kaparav itself. What Kaparav itself? If we do the Barim. So then we see if we do the Barim is Ma'akev. Good? Comes the Gemara and says. Tashema. We have a bright. New point. Shalut Talmidav et Rabbi Akiva. They asked a question to Rabbi Akiva. Allah Bismol. Okay, we learned yesterday that they always wanted the Shilshem to come out in the right hand. It was a Simantov. Let's say the Shilshem came out in the left hand. Could you switch it to the right hand? And now, by doing that, you're also going to switch the animals. Which means normally, if the left hand, now you put it in front of the animal, that's to his left. He's saying, could you switch? Could you go put it now to the to the right and go put it on the uh, animal that's to the right? So the Gemara says, what did he answer him? So how could you do that? Amalim al makom lirdot. Don't give an opportunity for the tzedukim to be overbearing on you. Which means 
we don't want the tzedukim to start uh, questioning us. They're going to come along and say, oh, look at the rabbis, they do whatever they want to do. The animal came out on the wrong hand, uh, they go and they switch it, which means... What are you giving an opportunity for the tzedukim now to question our practices? I mean, we have enough problems with the tzedukim questioning our actions. Now you're going to do something that's questionable, so the tzedukim come along and say, oh, look at this, they go from the left to the right. Now, if that's the way the Biakiva answered, we have to analyze. Right. The only reason he gave is why, because it's not going to look good for, for us from front of the Sadduqim. But if it wasn't for that, no problem. Pull the switch. So the Gemaran says, What do you mean? If you're holding that the Goral is Me'akev, back to the same old question. If you're holding that, wow. That according to the Ikade Amre, that you're saying the Hagralaz Ma'akev according to everybody. So what do you mean? I could just switch in the first place. Forget about the Tzedukim. He should tell him the Goralaz Ma'akev. Which means if you're going to switch now, meaning let's, let's, let's see how it happens. You have it in your left hand, Hashem, right? You're going to put it in your right hand, right? Now you're going to take the Shil Shem and put it on the animal that the lottery did not. And the Azazel, you're putting it on the animal that the lottery did not pick. And therefore, what are you getting involved with Sudduki for? You should have told them, you can't do it because Hagrala is Me'akev. Ela must be Hagrala is not Me'akev. So comes the Gemara and says, and Gemara continues the question. The Keman, the Kavata Semol, once you already established the left, Hechi Madrin and the Akaja retracted and put it to the right. When he was saying like this, this was the case. The lottery came up in the left hand. Question was, we know the goral is ma'akif. We're not asking to switch animals over here. All we're saying is, you picked it in the left, put it on the left. Put it on the animal that's to the left. That shame is on the left. But just to make it a little nicer, could you move that animal now to the right? Which we, now, the goral is the goral. You're not changing any animals now. You're just putting the animal that was on to the left. And you put the goral Hashem on, because that's what the goral chose. Just move it to the right, in order to make it uh, a little better, let's say, of a, uh, you know, a siman. Amalem, al-tetenu makom that tzedukim nirdot. So to that, Rebbe Akiva said, listen, even though from goral standpoint, you did the goral, but we don't want to give a chance for the tzedukim also to be overbearing and come along and say, look at this, they play games. Even when it comes out of the left, they move it to the right. So therefore, don't, uh, don't, even do, uh, don't even do that as well. So again, you have no proof from this last episode that the goral is not ma'akev. Indeed, you do see it is ma'akev. Look at the Tosafot, the Buddha Matel, Kevan, the Kabata Semol. Velo Ba'el, the Ukmar, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shimon. You could have just said, maybe, very simple. Rabbi Akiva is following Rabbi Shimon. That Hozag, the Goral, is not Me'akev. Which means, what are you asking a question for? Didn't we find already opinions like Rabbi Shimon, Hozag, the Goral is not Me'akev? So just say, Rabbi Akiva is following Rabbi Shimon. So the Gemara says, Kevan, Rabbi Yudav, Rabbi Hamya, Namehayu, Talmidav. Which means we know that Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Hamya were the students of Rabbi Akiva. 
And therefore, we're not going to put Rabbi Akiva like Rabbi Shimon, because we know already, according to the Ika de Amre, everybody holds that the Goral is indeed Ma'akiv. And that's the Yehudan of the Hamyan. They were students of Rabbi Akiva. So therefore, to put Rabbi Akiva like Rabbi Shimon is not going to work. We want to put him like the opinions that we know above his students. Tashema. We go further. Okay, now we're going to play with some words in the Pesukim over here. If it would have said in the Pesuk, the goat, Asher Alav, that has on it the, uh, the Goral, whatever the uh, token, Haiti Omer, I would have said, Yanihenu Alav. I would have said the main thing is just to place the Goral on the animal. Talmud Lomar Ala. But from the fact that it says Asher Ala Alav, Kevan Ala Shuv Enot Sarich. The word Ala tells me that Hanacha is not the item. All you got to do is just pick up the lottery. Once you pick the lottery out and you choose this is Lashem and Azazel, it's over. Which is from the word Ala, it teaches me Hanacha is not an item at all. Again, if it just would have skipped the word Allah, I would have said what? You got to actually put the thing on the animal's head. And the fact that it doesn't say, it does say the word Allah, so I learn over here that what? That Kevan Sha'ala Shuv Enot Sarik. Now, Gibran is going to explain what this means. Lemai. Ilema le mitzvah. If you're going to tell me that Goral is a mitzvah, meaning from the fact that it says Allah, you got to you know, take it out, lift it up. To teach me what? That it's a mitzvah, mechlal danacha, mitzvah namelo. Which is whatever you're going to say goral is, you have to downgrade hanacha, because that's the style of the brighter. So you're going to tell me, okay, goral is a mitzvah, which means it's a nice thing to do. Mashba that hanacha you don't have to do at all. So it says, it can't be. We know hanacha, there's an inyan to do hanacha. It does say vinatan, the pasuk says vinatan alav. You, you can't do away with hanacha totally. Oh, so must be you telling me that the goral is me'akiv and the anaga is a mitzvah. Good, so that, that, that's the brighter. Vishmarmina hagrala me'akiva So now we have a clear brighter that's telling you that the anaga is me'akiv, which now we were going the other way. Now even the lottery is essential. Now, what's the problem if you said the lottery is essential? Well, now you got to go back according to the first Lashon. In the first Lashon we learned that, or even in the second Lashon, there was an opinion, I mean, according to Nehemiah, the, the for example, that said, uh, that, according to the Yehuda, right? The Yehuda held that what? That any Avodah that's done outside, like the uh, Gora we taught, is not going to be Ma'akiv. And according to the first person, every boy wanted to say, according to the Yehuda, Goral is not Ma'akiv. What do you mean over here? You clearly have a brighter that says that the Goral indeed is Ma'akiv. The Goral is Ma'akiv. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Achi Kamar. This is what the Gemara is trying to say. Ilu Ne'emar Asher Alav. If it would have said the Pesuk Alav, Haiti Omer, Yanihenu Alav Ad Shachat Shechita. Now, I would have thought you had to leave the token on the animal until Shahita, until you slaughtered it. 
Talmud Lomar Asher Ala. You know what the word Asher Ala teaches me? Kevan She'ala Shuv Eno Tzarich. Meaning, once you did the Goral, and you placed the token on the animal, it's done. Which you don't have to keep it on for a long period of time. So Asher Ala is teaching you two things. Asher Ala Veniyah, like. Which is once you lifted the, uh, the token out of the box, and you place it on the animal for a second, it's over. Which is, this bride is not discussing the issue if the lottery is essential or not. Really, I thought the lottery is not essential, I'll tell you. Which means, if that's what you thought we were asking, lottery is essential, I thought the lottery is not essential. So what's the purpose of the bride? The bride is discussing how long does the gorat be on the animal's head. So I would have thought that, well, if it just would have said, Asher Alav, it's got to be Alav, it's got to be on him until you slaughter. Kamash, well, no, no. Asher Alav, which is once you lifted it out of the box and put it on his head, Finish, take it off, it's done, you don't have to... But the discussion is bright is not whether the goral is ikar, me'akeb, na'makeb. Different discussion, don't, don't bring this bright into the mix over here of the uh, of the Mahloket. Best point. Tashima. Ve'asau khatat. So the one that comes out the Hashem, you have to make it a khatat. That's Qurban khatat. Ha'goral oseu khatat. What makes it a khatat? The lottery. Okay? Ve'en Hashem oseu khatat. But it's not the, uh, the calling that makes it a khatat. The goral makes it a khatat. So again, you see what? Goral is essential. It's a question according to uh, Rabbi Yehuda. According to the Biyuda, it said that's no, not essential. In the first lashon of the Gemara, we're saying everybody's going to hold according to the Biyuda. Hagdala is not essential. What do you mean? You have a bright over here that's saying it's essential, which is the Goral makes it a Khatat and not the Shem. So the Gemara says, Shiachol. So I would have thought, Vahalo Dinu, I would have made a Kabachomer. What would I would have said? Uma bimkom shelo kidesh a Goral, kidesh a Shem. Makom shikidesh agoral eno din shikidesh Hashem. Under this, you have a case of a zava. A zava, she had let's say tumah or yoledet. She gave birth. She has to bring two birds, one for ola, one for hatat. She brings two identical birds. What decides what bird goes for ola, what bird goes for hatat? So the Gemara says, if you make a goral, you pick a goral. This is Allah's khatat doesn't mean anything. Goral does not work by the two birds of a Yuladid and a Zavah. What's the only thing that can designate the birds for Allah and khatat by the Yuladid and the Zavah? You have to verbally designate. So the Kibara would, would have thought to make a Kandachoban and said, if in the case of the two birds of the Yuladid and the Zavah, that Goral doesn't work. But only Shem works, meaning designating it. Here by the goats on Kippur, where Goral works, Kolcheken Shem should work. I repeat the Kavachomer. If in a case where Goral doesn't work, Shem works, Kolcheken in a case where Goral does work, certainly Shem should work. That's why I need a pasuk to say Tamud Lomar, Ve'asau Hatat, Ha'goral Oseh Hatat, Ve'en Hashem Oseh Hatat. Which means, that's what we're doing over here. It's beautiful. The Gemara is justifying why I need a special pasuk to tell me that you need to go down. 
course, if I didn't have this pasuk to tell me I need a goral, I would have learned a kalva homer that you don't need a goral. So therefore, I got This is actually a tosefta. Okay. Now the Gemara says, "Stam sifra mani," or it's a sifra. What is sifra? Sifra is the uh, midrash on sefer vayikra. It's called sifra. Now we have a rule: "Setam sifra mani Rabbi Yehuda." Vekatani hagoral osechatat ve'en Hashem osechatat. This is a this is a bomb question against the Yehuda. You have a rule. You have a sifra. Who's the author of all sifra that are nameless? The Yehuda. And what is this piece of sifra telling you? The goral makes it a chatat. Hold it. According to the way we're learning till now. Meaning you could say according to the Bihu, according to the, according to the first Lashon, first Lashon of the Gemara, you want to say according to the Bihuda, everybody holds, it's not Mahakev. What are you talking about? How can you even think that? We have a Biferush Braita that's saying it is indeed, yes, Mahakev. So the Gemara, Katani Agoral, Osechatat, Venashem, Osechatat, Al Mahagrala, Mahakeva. Kemara concludes to Yufta demand the Amar Agrala lo me'akevat Yufta. This refutes the first Tashon. The first Tashon that wanted to say that according to the Yehuda that says Avodat Bachutz is not me'akev. Everybody's going to hold that it's not me'akev. Fadai, because the Yehuda is not me'akev. What do you mean? The Yehuda himself holds it is me'akev. So how can you say everybody's going to be Ben Rabbi Yanai, Ben Rabbi Yohanan? If you're going to be Yehuda, for sure it's not Merakev. What do you mean it's not Merakev? Yehuda holds, it is Merakev. So therefore it's a proof to what? According to Rabbi Yanai, that even according to Rabbi Yehuda, that says it's not Merakev Avodat Chutz, but by Goral it's different. The only question you can ask on this Gemara, it's for a different reason. Because the reason of Rabbi, Rabbi Anai, he said, because it says, Asher ala alav ala alav That's why Rabbi Yudah will agree that Goraz Ma'akiv. Here in this Sifra, it's giving a different reason. It's telling you because it says, Ve'asau um, Hatat. The Goral makes it a Hatat. So that's already a question. What's the real reason why Rabbi Yudah will say it's Ma'akiv? Is it because of the Trezemneh, Asher ala alav, or is it because what it's saying over here? And that's the question that Ishonim asks. But for our purposes, the Gemara certainly refutes any opinion that wants to put the Yudah on the side to say the Goral is not Ma'akiv. The Goral must be Me'akev according to the Yudah. Because the Stam Sifra is the Yudah. So that uh, refutes the, the first Lashon. That's for sure. And it refutes even in the second Lashon. Where Rabbi Yohanan wanted to say according to the Yudah. The Goral is not going to be Me'akev. That cannot be. See, put it this way. Any opinion that puts the Yudah. That's not Me'akev, is refuted according to this. Because Pneumacy Nabi Yehuda is indeed Me'akev. Amen.